0: issue of Tales from Strinkersburg. And you see what can only be described as a collection of odd-looking vehicles. All of a sudden you get this, this presence from behind you. And it's just like, I didn't think that uh, you'd be able to find this place without us, but I guess I was wrong. And, uh, I guess I'm not as mysterious and intriguing as I thought I was. So, uh, welcome to Present's Dirty Little Secret. This is his exit. Like, Fergus is smart enough to know that if he can get in here, he can do this. And there, standing in front of you, is, is Present.
1: No one ever told me how to be in the world, I had to figure it out in miniature, by myself, that's why everything had to be a show, a play, a performance, I couldn't stand the- You ought to know this, why don't you know this about me? You say you know everything.
0: You cannot stay here, but also I will not send you home you're exiled and you're in this white nothingness this void you're not sure at first it's a, it's a shape and it'll just it'll blink in and blink out just real quick and it's it, it sometimes it's super far away from you and sometimes it's it's fairly close and once you catch this this shape that flickers in and out and it's a it's a person it's um it's a brown-haired person maybe maybe female but you see this gray blob it's kind of this amorphous shape just just your heel and you just feel this awful searing pain you feel some of your form just pulled away wastelands, this this desiccated landscape of, of...
1: So Fergus's first priority is to make sure that thing can't get through behind him. I mean, I feel like he would still be... Like, especially if it grabbed part of him, part of his heel, as he slips through this barrier or membrane or whatever. I don't think he knows, necessarily, that he's he's escaped it yet. And, and he stumbles... Um, And then he realizes there's no... Like, he's not walking. So he's just... There's no need for him to stumble. He just sort of instinctively did it. Or fell back into that pattern. But he just soars forward a little ways before he realizes he's okay. He spins around and inspects whatever is behind him to make sure there's no crack or something that it might be coming through. Um, Then he's going to look at himself check himself for injuries he has no particular i mean he has even less knowledge of what his spirit body is and how it works his energy body than he did about his physical body when he had one so he has no idea what sort of injury he may have now so he's checking himself over very carefully and um when he sees people up ahead in the distance He very carefully probes with his mind to hear what thoughts he might overhear. He's, um, he's probably going to, like, skirt the edge of whatever this community or settlement or whatever is. Like, he's going to, okay, if he's confident that the horrible thing is not coming in after him, then he's going to, move sideways along the wall, or the bubble, or whatever it is. And stay... I mean, I can't presume that he's out of sight, but he'll stay somewhat incognito. I don't know if he still... if his hide-in-plain-sight trait carried over to his energy body. Let me look at his fucking sheet. Well, anyway, it's cosmic level, all bets are off. So, he's not going to assume that he can't be detected, but he's also going to do whatever he can to subtly make himself hard to notice. He doesn't know who any of these characters are or what they want or anything like that, but he certainly would rather take his chances with them than with the bad thing.
0: You've pushed your way into this this area and kind of taken all this in at a glance. And you look back and the space behind you has been sealed up as if you never came through. This doesn't have the same blue sky that uh, Present had. This has more of a grayish hue to it, a little smoggy, a little dirty. You actually have to kind of focus to possibly feel something through, but you again, feel one of those and it shakes a little bit and you get the, the sense that this entity is banging against the outside of this space. And you look down at your, your leg and your foot is actually gone. Uh, you see like this kind of uh, psychic energy spilling out a little bit. And you feel a little worse for wear. But there's no terrible pain or anything. You don't know if it's going to... Uh, actually, you... Look at it for for a minute, and you just get the sense of I don't know uh, uncomfortableness to a certain extent, and almost as an act of will, your your foot regrows and kind of confirms something that you'd been contemplating before about this just kind of being a uh psychic manifestation uh you do feel you feel a bit drained you feel like a, a bit of your um energy vitality uh however you want to put it was was taken away you don't know if it's if it's permanent or or not but you're you're scanning your surroundings and uh, this is what i had you roll for and everyone i had Flucky Roll, he, he got the lowly number of 19 and this was kind of a combination roll of, uh, combination roll of notice and your telepathy and, uh, all these other figures, all these figures in the distance are, are too far for you to pick up on. And you almost miss this one presence. It's minuscule, microscopic, almost that at first you you kind of scan over, and then and then you realize that it's it's something. It's a it's a fairly complex mind. It's it's it reminds you of a of a person's and everything, and you grasp onto it, uh, once you actually notice it, it's not hard to, hard to get a hold of, uh, just noticing that was the problem, and only because you rolled so high did you notice it. And you find out that it's a uh, pretty standard humanoid, pretty standard human. Uh, Just some guy really that has the ability to shrink super duper small and he happened to be in the right place at the right time and I was trying to surveil you. He was trying to keep an eye on you. He is a future soldier, which kind of cements where you are. That you're in Future's realm, and Majesty Future, and that this person's been here for for quite a while. But this guy's name is Evelis Shrouder, and like I said before, he's he's been in Majesty Future's service for a while, a few decades, and they're uh, pretty committed to the cause. Um, You get kind of a similar thing to present, but it's a bit more... The rhetoric that Future has, at least to this individual, Uh, posed is a bit more entropy, a bit more everything comes to an inevitable end, Uh, everything ages, you know, everything will eventually be dust, but it's the future that shapes that you know, always kind of, but there's also like a bit of hope. Like, even though it's entropy, it's like, why can't, why can't things be, why can't the future be be hopeful or positive? But it's also kind of thrown in with this weird juxtaposition of, uh, you know, the 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 bleakness of inevitable end at the point of at the end of all things. So what's the point? of it like it's this weird contradictory speech um, or, or not speech but ideology that is thrown out to the the, the masses of uh, future's realm so you can tell me how, how Fergus uh, kind of feels about all that and what you're going to do with this individual. Um, and yeah, as you're looking around and, and kind of scanning after uh, taking care of this individual and you can cause them to, to shrink or grow or whatever with your mind control. Like, uh, like I said, it's, it's not hard to control them once you, you notice that they were there. Just had very high stealth stealth abilities. But you notice off in the distance that you didn't really see before because you were kind of scanning. But now that you have time, you're looking and right in the center of this derelict future city of of buildings. Derelict is not the right word, but you get the the kind of worn out uh cyber cyberpunk blade runner kind of feel um that i guess i'm i'm trying to paint with words um you know maybe a little warhammer 40k like these just crazy um you know it's if it, it feels futury, but it feels almost run down I know I'm being repetitive, but I'm trying to make sure that I get the, you know, the the painting of this realm correct, uh, or or across to you and to everyone else. But sitting at the the center of this is—it's not a building. It's a maybe it's a pillar, um, maybe it's some type of monument. You're not you're not quite sure, but. At the top of it, standing above everything, looks like a throne, a seat, something. And at first you think maybe it's a statue that's up there, but you just, once you really see it, you know that it's not. But it's an individual, larged and tarnished with some type of bronze or gold or brass type type metal Uh, you can't make out the details too far but being that you can even see and you know an individual at the distance that they are and be able to tell that it's them you know that they're massive in scale and they have a elbow resting on the knee and then the the fist under the chin, you can tell that they're just staring at you. It's not there's no malice behind it or uh, you know, they're not they're not mean mugging you. They're just they're just looking straight at you. They're they're letting you know that they know that you are there. And they just hold that for a while and, you know, maybe you look away, maybe they do first. Uh, I'll leave it to you, of course, as to how Fergus handles that, if he heads or runs or stays or whatever. And eventually this, you know, if Fergus doesn't do anything, this, this individual kind of turns, turns their head, and seems like they're preoccupied with something else for a while.
1: As soon as he picks up on the presence of this little spy, he he feels the uncertainty and the fear of being chased through the nowhere land between time realms and like the anxiety of having part of him disappear. All of that, all of that is almost immediately gone. And there's just calculating anger. So, um, when he realizes that he's been seen, he, uh, he quickly commands the, the spy to uh, grow to his normal size and come over to stand next to him. And uh, Fergus meets the gaze of the, the figure on top of the, the monolith and just points at it. He just points right at him like, I see you too, fucker. So, once once the figure looks away, I figure it's got more on its mind than Fergus does. Fergus is just like, that's future right there. It's the one that's responsible for the sort of horrible fate that I'm supposed to have in store for me. He's got nothing else going on but to to stare down this... This person, so that's what he does. When uh, when the figure looks away, he commands the uh, the spy. Okay, the 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 guy who was spying on him just tells him any and all passwords, um, secret handshakes, shibboleths drop points he just he just fesses up everything he knows to fergus he tells him everything about whatever organization he's a part of who he reports to you know what his routines are if he has any he's just going to tell him every single thing he knows about future and futures system hierarchy whatever and once he does that he, uh, he shrinks down again and um, he. Uh, Fergus just sort of picks him up in a little telekinetic bubble and just carries him around. Um, so he's going to slowly spiral inward toward the center of the settlement and. Um, what he's what he's going to try to do here is using this person who was surveilling him as his uh, as his point of entry. He's going to work his way closer and closer to future, and uh, every every person that he he's 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 going to work his way up the chain, up the ladder if there is one. And uh, until he meets somebody he can't control. Um, But he's just, I mean, part of this is for his own grim satisfaction. Like, he wants to flex on this motherfucker. Um, Part of it is to get to somebody who can start to explain to him how future's power works, what the basis of it is because ultimately what he wants here is to find a way to stop the scenario that present showed him from coming true. Um, he's gonna he's gonna find some, you know somebody who's close to the levers of futures power or somebody who's studied future, majesty future for a long time and like understands something of its nature or or whatever but he's gonna find out he's gonna find out how it might not come to pass and he's gonna press every single being person individual he comes across along the way until he gets that and if he meets significant resistance like if he reaches somebody who he can't mind control, and that person's like, hey, you tried to mind control me, don't do that. Then it's just, you know, pick up the furniture, pick up a building, and throw the fuck down. Like, he's not, he's not gonna take no for an answer here.